Hi, everybody. This is Nick and Jordan and Jillian. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm going to talk a little bit about what we're going to do today and the franchise that we're celebrating, and then we're going to get into some discussion topics and all kinds of awesome stuff. Does that sound good? Yes. The Saw franchise will technically celebrate its 20-year anniversary next year. However, a very important part of the saga turns 20 this year. You see, the original filmmakers, director James Wan and writer Lee Wanell, went to film school together in Australia and wanted to work on a project that they could fund themselves. They decided the best way to save money would be to set the majority of the story in one location. And when they set out to make the film, they realized that the 30 grand that they had was not going to cut it. So in 2003, they created a seven-minute proof-of-concept film based on the reverse bear trap. Have you guys seen this? I have it in my rankings. <laughs> it's lovingly called, like, Saw.5. I should have done that. Yeah, it's... Wait, wait, is this, is this bit going to take seven minutes? Because I can, I can watch it real quick. Yeah, watch it. Wa watch okay. it while I read. Sure. <laughs> so this short film grabbed the attention of multiple studios, but they were all weary about letting 1L star and 1 direct. Finally, they went with Mark Berg, Greg Hoffman, and Oren Coles, a, a group of guys who would go on to form Twisted Pictures. The barbed wire logo, I love that. It's iconic. <laughs> so they offered the filmmakers creative control and 25% of the net profits. I can imagine both of those producers would consider that to be one, if not the best decision that they ever made. I say both because one of them died. Greg Hoffman actually died. And that's why Mark Hoffman is named Mark Hoffman. That's like a, an offshoot point. But um, so with a little over a million dollars in secured financing, the 18 day long shoot started in September of 2003 in Los Angeles. And as you can imagine, uh, that's not a very long time to shoot a film. So it was quite hectic on set, especially for a new filmmaker. But they got it done. And in January, the following year at Sundance, Lionsgate bought the rights to distribute the film worldwide. The film opened on Halloween weekend and made $18 million. It went on to make $103 million worldwide. The success immediately launched a franchise that would go on to release an entry every Halloween for the next six consecutive years. A popular tagline surrounded the saga was, if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. <laughs> Quick rundown on the sequels. Sequels were box office juggernauts. Saw 2 made $152 million on a $5 million budget. Saw 3, $164 million on a $10 million budget. Saw 4, $136 on a $10 million budget. Saw 5, $118 on an $11 million budget. Saw 6, $70 million on an $11 million budget. That was just because Saw 5 wasn't that great. And Saw 3D made $133 million on a $17 million budget even though I'd like to pretend that one did not ever happen. <laughs> now, Saw 3D was marketed as the final chapter, and it would stay that way for seven years uh, until a whole new creative team came in and shit Jigsaw out in 2017. Now, even though Jigsaw made even less sense than Saw 3D and sucked ass, it made $104 million on a $10 million budget, so those writers kept writing. Then, in one of the more odd pivots of the franchise's history, Spiral came next. Chris Rock bumped into a guy named Michael Burns at a wedding in Brazil. Now, see, Michael Burns is the vice chairman 
of Lionsgate. And Rock just pitched him this idea of taking the Saw franchise in a different direction. And bam, suddenly that's what they were doing. Spiral was marketed as a spinoff of Saw. And while it did feature Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in leading roles, it was the first one not to feature Tobin Bell as Jigsaw. Spiral was pushed back a year to May of 2021 because of the pandemic and only managed to make $40 million on a $20 million budget. So when that film ended up failing with both critics and audiences, the producers decided to step back and refocus on what really was the secret sauce of the franchise, Tobin Bell. And thus we have this year's Saw X, a movie that all three of us have seen. And um, it is an interquel movie that takes place between Saw 1 and 2 that finally places the character of John Kramer at the forefront. Not only does it bring back the franchise's two best characters who canonically have been dead for 17 years, but it also makes them the protagonists. Now, this movie is still technically in theaters, but right now it's made $95 million on a $13 million budget. It is also the highest reviewed Saw film on Rotten Tomatoes at 79% certified fresh. And I'm not going to address the other film's Rotten Tomato scores here because I really highly disagree with them, but just suffice it to say that even the second highest movie is Rotten at 50%, and that's the first one. Anyway, if you couldn't really tell, for a very long time, this franchise, through its highs and its lows, has meant everything to me. I am very passionate about it, and I'm so freaking excited to be doing a retrospective with two of my all-time favorite people. So let's jump in, shall we? Yay! Did you make it through the video? I'm on the last, like, 20 seconds, but it's on double speed. Oh, so so close, so close. (laughs) But, like, honestly, I mean, once you get to, there's, like, a part that plays in the movie, basically. I mean, it's with Adam and not Amanda. You guys should check this out. We'll put a link for this, but it's basically, it's a seven minute concept film features the reverse bear trap, which is Amanda's game in Saw 1. And it's the reason we have a franchise. All right, so maybe we could just talk about our experiences with this franchise, like how we started watching them, how we fell in love or fell in like if you're Jordan. Yeah, can I can I volunteer <laughs> to do this first? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to preface this by saying I am very much the uh, least knowledgeable of these movies out of these two juggernaut uh, fans <laughs> of this series. So take all of my opinions with a grain of salt here. I have watched most of these movies only once, so I don't remember much of them. And while I don't dislike this series by any means, I, there are certainly bigger fans amongst us today. I grew up with the first and second one. I feel like I've seen those two the most out of all of them. And that's really about it. Like, I I remember just watching them on DVDs when I was younger, probably too young to be watching stuff like this. And then I think through Nick, he sort of introduced me to some of the other ones. We've seen a couple of them together, sometimes in theaters. Or have we only seen one in theaters together? We saw Jigsaw in theaters and we saw Saw 10 in theaters because Viral came out during the pandemic. Gotcha. But yeah, that's that's really it for me. Cool, good. So take it away. <laughs> Way to go. How about you, Jillian? I didn't know anything about Saw. Like, obviously had heard the name before. Didn't had, Until today. Had never, yeah, until today. Until this moment. Um, no, had <laughs> never even seen the poster for it. 
until 2020. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. I grew up so sheltered and like I wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies. Like so scary movies just like weren't something I paid attention to because like the good ones are all rated R. That's not always true. I know that. Anyways. Uh, (laughs) No, I mean, it's for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. It's true. (laughs) However, one of the good PG-13 scary movies is Insidious, created by Lee Whannell. So during COVID, when I was living with a 90-year-old woman and was, like, just hanging out in my room a lot by myself, I watched a ton of rated R scary movies that I had never seen before. And Saw was the like one of the ones that came up quickly because I was like, oh my god, I love Lee Winnell because I love Insidious. And so I watched the first one, not having any knowledge of any of the movies. And so that twist happens at the end of the first one. I lost my shit. I had never heard <laughs> oh of it. I went crazy. Yes. And then it was all I could think about for the next like five days. Because again, it was COVID. It's not like I was doing anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I watched all of I watched all of the Saw movies that were out. So up until it was Saw one to like Jigsaw at that point in like three days. Amen. <laughs> Insane. So they all they all kind of blurred together for me at first, especially because like the the twists in a lot of like the middle ones are that the timeline's kind of wonky. Yeah. And so I like, they all kind of blurred together for me the first time I watched them. Um, and then I saw spiral when it came out at the drive-ins alone in San Jose. <laughs> and that was oh, a trip. That's cool. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And then now I've seen saw 10, but like, I could not think of anything else for days after I saw this movie. <laughs> absolutely that was one thing speaking of the big twist one thing that i should have brought up that i'm only just now thinking of uh is i want to hear from two fans who love these movies and you know jillian not knowing what to expect and then nick having seen a lot of these in theaters like by the end of this podcast i would love to know like what your biggest plot twist holy fuck moment was because there's a lot of them in in this series, I think. You want to say that now? Because I feel like um, there's no better time than the present, Jillian. Which is <laughs> which is the twist that got you the most? Mine is the first one. The first because one. Yeah. I was like, I was like casually watching the movie at first, being like, oh, okay, like this is a movie. I because again, my idea of like, oh, these saw movies, like they're probably just in my brain when I put the first one on. I was like, it's gonna be like, like. A, p- a group of people trapped together and they have to like do weird traps. So basically kind of like saw two. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was completely not at all that. <laughs> so I was like, it's not like going from room to room and doing traps. And so then the, the twist of the first one is like, what made me be like, Oh my God, this is the best movie ever. And I went back <laughs> and I rewatched it like immediately right after. Amen. And I don't, I don't mean to sound like a, like an echo or whatever, but Saw One's twist is like, really? Probably like one of the top three greatest twists of any movie I've ever seen. I mean, it's literally so perfect. I mean, I am the kind of person that I have seen. Okay. So I saw everyone, but the first one in theaters and I am like a, like a crier, like a freak out person when the twist comes, like pretty much every time uh the last couple haven't really had like earth shattering twists but at least i would say like the first six movies at some point or another i was like weeping couldn't believe what i was seeing like oh my god oh my god you know but the one is like enough to make you uh, again i 
I would have greenlit nine sequels just off of one. The the fact that it was as simple as like just this guy getting off the floor and it being like, oh, that's the killer. Uh, and like, the music that plays. Yeah, it's it's such a simple twist, but it's brilliant. And it's so indicative of like the the movies playing tricks on the audience just as much as the characters in the film. The first Saw's twist is untouchable. It's not my favorite Saw movie, but it definitely is my favorite twist. Now, I, I, I know at one point we had talked about possibly doing like a ranking is it too early for that or should we wait to the end for that i don't know whatever you guys want well so i kind of derailed my apologies and i don't think we <laughs> talked about your unless you did cover it but what like what was your experience with these movies growing up like oh okay okay so the first movie uh i watched with my sister i think it was just something that i i was still a little weary about scary movies and i think i just wanted to watch it at home, maybe like I think it was like probably still light outside to some degree, so I wasn't gonna be like too scared. Turns out like it's not really a scary movie, but instantly fell in love with it. Had to like the second one was still in theaters, so we went and saw that one, and then the third one came around opening day, fourth one opening day. I was known by the people in my high school, the people in my class as like the saw guy because Aww. I was obsessed. I had countdowns. I would count count it down on my locker like this many days till saw and then I would like <laughs> write it again this many days till saw like every single one of them there are I have a different it doesn't really mean anything to any of you who don't know these people but like I have different people who I remember dragging to each one like I would drag my sister to the third one and my dad and my sister to the fourth one and then my sister and dad couldn't go so I took my mom to the fifth one and then my mom wouldn't go with me so I took one of my best friends to the sixth one and then I got my sister back to go with me to the seventh one and it's just it's like I had to pull teeth to get these people to go see these movies with me because they were so gory and so what a great um, phrase to use for that as well. <laughs> yeah. And then and and then like the one point in time, it was funny, the one period, like the seven year gap of time where there was no Saw movies to go see, I actually dated somebody who was really in two Saw movies. So we like never, we never had a Saw movie to go see and then <laughs> kicked his ass to the curb and now they're making Saw movies again. <laughs> so I'm still, I'm back to dragging people. They were waiting for you guys to break up. Actually. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So when all is said and done, my favorite movie franchise of all time that I think is it's literally perfect is Scream. However, Saw is right behind it and it's only because of Saw 3D and Jigsaw. That's fair. <laughs> Incredible movies. I'm obsessed. There will there's very few things that I can equate to the feeling of going every year. For those six years, spending Halloween watching and celebrating Saw each year. And that really interconnected story that I think, I mean, they've tried to go back to and add to and stuff like that. But one through six is always just going to feel like its own thing to me. Notice how I'm still erasing Saw 3D. I think that was like one of the first things we ever talked about about Saw. <laughs> 
with Jillian was like she's like the Saw 3D Erasure, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, super fan. What was that story? How did that come up again? We were just talking about the fact that Saw 3D sucks. We were recommending movies for Courtney to watch or something. Oh yeah, and it was like any of the Saw movies except for Saw 3D, and I like <laughs> I got like fake offended. <laughs> oh, so this was like this was like before Comic Con. I, this was the Saw 3D erasure comment was after Comic Con. We talked oh. about Saw because of Dead by Daylight at Comic Con. Gotcha. Because okay, I brought okay. up how I always let the pig kill me in Dead by Daylight. Gotcha. Because it's Amanda and she's my wife. So. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I said we should talk about was like, who's our favorite apprentice? And I'm like, this is going to be a resounding. <laughs> Amanda. Amanda. Like, yeah. You don't know. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm Amanda. sorry. Is yours Hoffman? Is it Logan? What? <laughs> no, it, I literally wrote Amanda, but D U H. Yeah, she's the best. Absolutely. She's on my shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she's the iconic. She's the face. If it's not Billy, it's that trap, you know? Like, she's the face of the franchise. As far as least, I mean, there, there are some pretty some pretty lackluster ones like Logan, Logan and Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. um, and I mean, even honestly, if some people really freaking hate Hoffman. I have grown to appreciate him, but I currently am on the thirst trap side of TikTok for him. So I see the opposite of that. I need to figure out how to get on that. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some good ones. I'll send you some good Amazing. ones. <laughs> Making a cop a jigsaw apprentice i think lends some credibility to like how he was able to do some of this stuff and he's also like a big hulking guy who can lift people up and there was only so long we were going to believe that a junkie and a cancer patient were going to be able to pull all this shit off yeah so bring in cop. a crooked cop who again is like very big and strong i like him a lot and uh, I do want to be on that TikTok algorithm. I'll, I'll send you some <laughs> so we least, can get to there. The most offensive to me, Apprentice, though, is Dr. Gordon. Yeah, Lawrence Gordon. Yeah. It was so, like, retroactively done. They did not plan that. Also, I used to go on message boards of Saul. Like, IMDb used to have message boards. And I would go and I would read them and I would read theories and all this kinds of stuff. And a theory that existed even as far back as Saw 2 was that the guy that was sewing the key behind Michael's eye in the, the Venus flytrap, that that was going to be Gordon. And it was like, oh, wow, okay. I mean, I guess that's a cool theory, but that'll never happen. And then it just felt like not only is Saw 3D shitty, but then they tried to like take this fan theory that had existed online for five plus years now and just be like, oh yeah, this is this is what we're doing. Like they couldn't come up with anything better. I don't know. I, I just, I really hate that movie and I hate that they did that. And I'm really glad that he at least wasn't in Saw X. I keep calling it Saw X. It's Saw 10. That's like calling Saw 5, Saw V. It's Saw Twitter. Saw <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, wait. So the the bringing back though Dr. Gordon like for Saw 7, they played that clip of him like crawling away at the beginning of it at Comic-Con that year. So it was like a huge grab yeah. for that movie to be like, "Oh my gosh, Saw 7, this we got him back. Uh, aren't you all so excited?" If I had been at that Comic-Con and I had seen that, I would be 
fucking furious when the movie came out. <laughs> like, I would have been so mad. Uh, so, I mean, they played it at Comic-Con, but then they released it. Like, we got that footage later because I wasn't at Comic-Con at that point, And yeah. I remember seeing that. Okay, so I guess in my head, I did think like, oh, okay, maybe he'll just factor into the movie more. But the fact that like you get to the end and he's been in that one little scene, that little flashback, and then one scene, it's like- Where he like claps uh, and then walks away or whatever. Yeah, it's like, of course they're going to fucking make him an apprentice. Like, what the hell else would they have brought him back for? Like, literally, he's in none of the rest of the movie. So it was just so stupid. I fucking hate that movie. I do not want to dwell on <laughs> Saw 3D because this will just turn very quickly into like Nick yelling at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other ones you want to dwell on though? We can dwell on any of them other than that one. <laughs> any of the other ones. Yeah. Well, not Jigsaw either, but <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw sucks That's... ass too. How about we talk about our favorite traps and our least favorite traps? Perfect. And Jillian also had the idea of like a, a trap that we think we could like live through. Yeah. Because again, I'm on TikTok and there's always those TikToks that are like, saw traps I would survive because I'm built different. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, so what's y'all's favorite saw trap? We can start at we can start positively. Um, obviously the reverse bear trap. Again, it's on my shirt. I love it. It's the classic. Absolutely. In the short and in the first one, it's like so iconic and amazing. But in the short, it was like way heavier and scarier looking. <laughs> and they said it was like more realistic. Yeah. And that's really interesting. I was gonna I was gonna say watching it now, I thought it was a little bit funny seeing that trap and how different it was from the one that was in the movie. Because like they just <laughs> like on the headband, there's just rivets. Like, there's just, like, why are all those rivets there? I don't know. It kind of looks sort of like, I don't know, like a royal crown or something, which maybe that was the intention. I don't know. But it is it is interesting seeing how it changed from, from short to movie. Yeah, definitely. Also, the original one was too big for the actress's head that played Amanda. Um, she, like, kept, they said it, she kept, like, bouncing around in it. So they had ah. to get her, like, a different one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't remember where I saw that, but I remember seeing that in like an interview. <laughs> it is definitely iconic. And I remember uh, in Saw 6 when it came back, like the reverse bear trap 2.0, mm -hmm. that ending of Hoffman being put in it. Wait, I wrote it down. It comes back. It comes back in uh, Saw 6 and then it comes back again in Saw 7 3D. Yeah, but again, Saw 7 never happened. So, <laughs> but, but in Saw 6, it was really good and like really amazing and he breaks his hand and like survives out of it. In Saw 7, it's freaking like, yeah, it's the original again, which was really cool, but it's used to kill Jill, who I love Jill. Do y'all not love Jill? I love Jill. I like Jill. Yeah, she's good. I did also see somewhere that that last time that it was used was the first time that we were able to see it work successfully. Properly, yeah. Which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because they like, like show it on the mannequin head in that video that Amanda sees, but that's not real. So that's just a mannequin head. That's just a mannequin head. We don't have to worry <laughs> about that guy. It's not just a, a really white guy <laughs> who, who exploded. A white decapitated head. <laughs> He's just super pale. Just rude. 
And no hair and no eyes. (laughs) No body. Jordan, what is your favorite trap? My favorite trap is the rack. Because that one is the scariest, in my opinion. That is truly scary. And And when you say the rack, explain what that is. So imagine a guy, and he's got his, like, two legs and arms and head inside of these, like... Just like racks, I guess. <laughs> if you can imagine <laughs> that. And uh, I guess a timer starts in true saw fashion. And then one by one, his arm gets twisted all the way around. And then his other arm, or maybe it starts with his legs. I'm not sure. But basically, it just twists all of his appendages and saves his head for last. And he doesn't make it out. And it is just horrible. It, like, I have such horrible, horrible memories of just reacting really like that for some reason of all the traps that i had seen from one through three that one i just couldn't do yeah that's really effed up that guy's name is timothy young and he is it's supposed to be like you're coming face to face with the guy that killed your kid and we yeah. watch this, this is in guy. saw three for everyone that doesn't yeah, know. Saw three, yeah. exactly in <laughs> saw three and jeff can fucking jeff take he basically has there's a key tied to the trigger of a shotgun and he can basically take a bullet and save this guy or not and basically jeff goes in and comically messes up because not only does he kill the other person the only other person that he saved the the judge but then he doesn't do it quick enough to save Timothy, so both of them die (laughs) Classic Jeff. Yeah, Jeff sucks. He's awful. Jeff sucks. Yeah, he's the worst. I, I, like, I've run into like searching through these things to answer these questions and sort of reliving these movies. I found so often that it's like, and I get why they do it because they want to show you like the full horror of the whole trap. But so often it happens where they get so close and they go through like seventy five percent of the pain that would have saved themselves. Yeah, and they can't make it that last little bit, and then they end up just dying anyway. Exactly. And it's just like commit. You gotta commit, and it's it's frustrating. Yeah. But uh... yeah, saw ten. Oh my god! Yeah, that exactly that came to my <laughs> head too. Every single yeah. one. <laughs> Jeez, man. I mean, honestly, I feel like they've got to be thinking in saw 10 like man if we'd have given them like 30 more seconds like (laughs) just for everything we'd have a bunch of alive people that guy performed brain surgery on himself and was just a little too slow about it (laughs) (laughs) you know what's so funny is is that like if you look at them chronologically now in saw one dr gordon has six hours to kill adam (laughs) And then right after that, (laughs) that guy has like 90 seconds to take out his brain. (laughs) Isn't it like, it's like three minutes or something. Oh yeah, yeah. it's so fucked up. I don't. I was like, also he's like chained to things and like (laughs) the utensils are brought to him by a puppet with a tray on his bike. Like that's an insane thing to happen too. It would take me three minutes just to process that. Exactly. Exactly. Like it, they have things have really sped up for sure. It reminds me of a TikTok that I saw of, um, it was like one of the green screen ones where someone's like reacting to it. And the subtitle was like me 
when I wasn't paying attention to the video because the subtitles weren't on or something like that. And it's like, that would yeah. be me. I would just fail because I didn't yeah. understand the directions clear enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. That's really funny. I mean, if you go through most of them and you, you think about the fact that like it is just playing like on a crappy old television and then it just goes off and you you can't even like reach over and plus play again or you know if they're on like if it's on the the tape recorders that's different but like with the television it just goes off and you're like well fuck i'm stressed like i did not i didn't know what the <laughs> hell you said i just it's, this is the most recent one that i saw but uh the in x what was his like what happened to him if he didn't do it in time what happened to who the, the brain surgeon so guy. the um these two things it was like that head i've only seen this movie once that head of um that like it's that statue that was in mexico basically was like a mask that you could buy we saw that in like one part of the movie well like inside the mask though it looked like there were these oven coils or whatever that would like heat up and and basically fry him that was something I was trying to think about when trying to think about the trap that I would prefer to do the most is I was trying to think of ones that had like the quickest death so that I wouldn't have to, I could just like sit and just not do the trap and just. So you wouldn't have to do like the rack where all your limbs get broken before your head. Does. <laughs> I, no, that's not what I wanted. No, that one's just the my favorite. Cause I, yeah, I I think that one's my favorite because it's the most creative and I think it traumatized me. It's Jigsaw's um, favorite too. Remember he says that. Is it? He says it's my personal favorite, which is really fucked up. I mean, <laughs> I knew that. I that's why I picked it. Obviously, because yeah. I'm such a huge fan. Yeah, because um, you're yeah, basically that's... Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> what is your favorite trap? My favorite is Carrie's Angel of Death trap from Saw Three, and it's very sad because she was my favorite character before she died. But it's the one, the rib cage trap, basically. And they call it the angel of death because by the time it opens, it basically looks like she has wings. And it's incredibly beautiful. I think like Saw 3 is, it just has the best traps. It's just absolutely stunning. I love the the green. I really actually cared that she lived or died. It seemed like it was definitely like something she could have done. And Amanda fucked her over. but. It was rigged, yeah. I'm, I'm super glad that it did go off because it's awesome looking, but I wish she'd have just lived through it too. You know what I mean? I would love for her to be, like if we're just going to make movies set, like at least until Tobin Bell dies, set in between one and two or two or three or something, I would love for Detective Carrie to come back. That'd be lovely because I adore her. It'll be called John and Amanda's Crazy Summer, and it's just them doing traps forever and ever. Oh my Gary's god! You have no idea how fast I would greenlight that shit, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, who Gary's the hell wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> they all have to be set within a very specific amount of time. So it's totally. like a Phineas and Ferb summer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about least favorite trap now? Sorry to bring up Saw 7 again, the beginning one, when it's like the two guys and the girlfriend in the middle. I fucking hate that one. It's so Amen. stupid. Amen, that is Why is too. it in public? Why is it in public? Yes. Doesn't make sense. I remember it's seeing that in the trailer and thinking, okay, this has got to be some sort of like fake thing, like a creative, like somebody's putting on some sort of 
public art thing or like it's or a, like a copycat killer or yeah something. but no just it's just actually like, jigsaw wouldn't do this this makes absolutely no fucking sense and and like the the actual uh justification of like oh it's a love triangle like that's so stupid to me all the other people it. that get put in traps are like you cheated this family out of billions of dollars or something it's like or like you're a corrupt cop it's just like oh she cheated on these guys yeah okay really fucked maybe uh, also, have you ever considered their shitty guys yeah ever think about that <laughs> exactly also though that is like one of the most egregious offenders of the the 3d shot basically like in saw 3d all the traps have this but uh, they have shots specifically geared towards people going, whoa, like, oh, it's coming right at me. <laughs> like, that is so fucking annoying, especially when you're not watching it in 3D. All the blood looks like Pepto-Bismol, and the the coming right at you shots are just eye-rolling. And so, yeah, definitely right, right there with you on Least Favorite Trap. Wow, I really felt immersed. Um, but... Fuck me, I guess. Yes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what about yours? Mine? Yeah, bitch. I have two. I don't remember which movies they were from. I, uh, they honestly might be from, they b- might both be from Seven. Uh, the Impalement Wheel, uh, which killed Suzanne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah seven. that's from it's Seven. Another one of the, whoa! Ones. Yeah. What I want out of a trap is I want some cleverness, and I want... uh some you know obviously gore and this one i think lacked both it was like stab yourself or she gets stabbed and i was like we've seen better i don't like this i remember i think it was like a featurette for the seventh one they were talking about like it it placed everyone's fear of doing squats (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like oh my god you know that (laughs) classic childhood fear of squats i literally fucking hate that that is like the worst (laughs) trap in the whole movie And then this other one, I think, was probably inspired by you, Nick, because I feel like you've talked about it before. But the pectoral hook trap, like that last one that that guy had to do, was that seven also? Yeah. 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 Um, Again, like that once we got to that moment in the movie, I just remembered like this is it felt such like it was such a letdown yeah. for like a climax moment. And wasn't there a way to like get out of it that was so much easier than just hooking? I mean, yourself? he could have just hung on to the things and just climb. I mean, I guess he could have climbed up there or anything, or just like not lie about being a survivor in the first. Yeah, that's <laughs> if, if we're gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, but but I will say this: this is nuts. This is the worst part about that whole thing. Yes, obviously that guy deserved to die, and I'm glad he had to take all his teeth out. He would have bled to death from that. But, like, I'm glad that, you know, he failed and all that stuff. But the whole time, his unknowing, or, like, at least seemingly unknowing, we're never told that she's onto it. Girlfriend is there, or wife, or whoever, is there. And she gets boiled alive because he <laughs> fails. She gets, like, one of the worst deaths in the series. Like Yeah. Brazen bulled. Like, that is unbelievable. And she didn't do shit. I was, ugh. Fucking hate Bobby Dagan. I was um recently when I was going back through the traps, like thinking about like which ones were my favorite and least favorite and like whatever. I was thinking about like I would hate to be like 
one of the pieces of somebody else's track you know like in six right is like the insurance guy and he has to like go get all his co-workers from like the carousel or whatever like i was like those people just like work with this guy like can you imagine like i just get put in a trap because like the principal at my school is like being shitty or something (laughs) like i die because they don't save me that sucks yeah and they didn't get put in like a like like a oh you smoked so (laughs) now you have to hold your fucking breath you have to beat this guy who doesn't smoke (laughs) i think that all the time i'm like that would be the worst reason to die in any movie ever it's just like someone else needs to get tested and you're there What if, what if he had lived? Like, what if Hank, who is the guy who couldn't hold his breath, he's a smoking guy, hadn't died and will dies, and then Hank, they're just like, okay, everybody can go home, (laughs) because Hank doesn't have any affiliation with any of these people. Does he have to do the rest of (laughs) Yeah, like, Hank works at these places, but he just smokes. He's not the bad guy. (laughs) That that kid and his mom at the end are just like... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> your new dad. <laughs> I love Saw 6 though. Saw 6 is incredible. Saw 6 is good, yeah. <laughs> very, very dope. Okay, so now we've come to traps that we'd want to be in because we're built differently. Because we're built different. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to preface mine by saying I don't want to be in the house leading up to it. But in Saw 2, I could get the razor box. I just wouldn't put both of my hands up at the same time. Exactly. Be smart. I would do one and then, like, put, you know. Can I say something about that? Totally. I So I, I said earlier the most recent one I watched was X, and that's not true. Because I did watch the first and second one recently, like last week. She puts her arm through and then undoes the syringe so that everything yeah. falls out. And then and she puts then her second hand up. puts her... Se- this whole time I was like, yeah, she probably put both up to try and get a bit. No, she ruins it with one hand and then does the other. I understand she's like being poisoned and is near death, but like, that's no excuse. No. no. <laughs> it, it's so like fucking stupid. with her brain, but like, come on. And she was just a sex worker. She was a career woman. I fucking, she shouldn't. I mean, her, her sin was being stupid. That's another one is like, they're all bad people right but like they were specifically put in this test to be like fuck this one detective the yeah. one guy yeah. <laughs> and yeah. also his son fuck him too yeah. <laughs> that 15 year old i got beef <laughs> but so I, I i could do the razor boxing but i don't want to be in the house with all those people leading up to that point yeah. so i don't know if i would say i could do the whole trap right but i would do that specific test those motherfuckers were aggressive yeah absolutely yeah what about you jordan um so this one i also have two i kind of cheated a little bit but i'm only because one i'm not sure if it counts or not um but in saw x this is what they used to like advertise this whole movie was the eye vacuum trap totally and turns out it wasn't real so i don't know if it counts but if it is real i would choose that one because it kind of seems like a no-brainer it seems super easy to just crank a dial and be like oh Fuck your fingers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, though, if your fingers break, like, you put a cast on. Like, it's, I don't, I don't know. Like, I. Yeah. Like, it would hurt, but it's manageable. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if it's just crank a dial, I would go like that and crank it all five, break, and then be like, okay, can I go home now? I saw someone say, though, that you couldn't crank them all at once. You had to do one at a time. And I, that would be a little harder, like, it me- mentally to, like, break your own fingers I, yeah, one at yeah. a time. But, like, if it's that or die. Totally. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it's that or have your eyes sucked out through your head. Also, does having your eyes sucked out via vacuum kill you? I guess, like, if you were just left there to bleed out, it would. Well, because the vacuum would keep going, right? Yeah, okay, that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so, yeah. It doesn't stop because your eyes are in it. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. The other option that I had was the radiation therapy trap. And I remember when I watched this in the movie, it really upset me because she did it in a really stupid way. Yeah. And now I don't I don't remember specifically how. So, it was like so she, the doctor's like... Don't, don't do break your, your hand first, first. Your foot. Yeah. Break your foot first so you'll swing out of the way, not break your arm first so you'll yeah. fall to the ground. Yeah. I was like, this is such a no-brainer puzzle that like that's the one that I would want to do. It, I don't know. Yeah. No, it leans it lends credence to the fact that um that lady later is like, I wanted them all to die. Yeah, <laughs> she like true, she, yeah. she like she told fucking her that sabotaged. On yeah. Because I, she, she was, wasn't she gonna break her arm first? Yeah, and then I think she that was switched? like her yeah. immediate thought. Yeah. yeah. So like, fuck that lady, am I right? I swear <laughs> I, a lot. Is that okay? I'm sorry, I should have asked before I started. <laughs> I, like I, I think at least for the first six or so, I pretty much know everybody's names, but through the last few, I've only I haven't seen that much. You know, I haven't seen that many times, so it's like I'm struggling to remember these people's names but i think gabriella is the one that goes with the uh radiation thing that is fucked up that's very that's a very cool idea for a trap i don't necessarily know if i believe that like it would work just like hung up in the air like that but it, it clearly fucked her up real good he's an engineer he can do anything yeah. <laughs> that just requires as much disbelief suspension as like that you know you know, small girls can overpower grown men when they're in the ghost face costume. Like I, I can still believe it. It do, it doesn't. It's not out of the realm of possibility that this engineer could feasibly do this kind of stuff. So it's like it doesn't take me out of it. Like I know a lot of people are like, "How the hell could he do all of that?" And I'm like, "Um, he's an engineer. That's impressive. I'm not exactly sure what an engineer does, but he can do it." Every engineer you know is capable of this. Yo. <laughs> just, just know that. Absolutely. I, that's actually kind of scary. <laughs> Stacy, one of my absolute like best friends in the whole world for God now it's been I mean since we were like 5 or 6 we've known each other. I I have no doubt in my head that she would put me in a saw trap. I second that. So she's just like <laughs> one little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> One straw breaking the camel's back away from putting me in the salt <laughs> trap. Traps I would love to be in. I also had the eye vacuum trap. I actually have a couple. So basically, if Carrie's worked and Carrie's wasn't rigged, mm-hmm. then just reaching your hand and grabbing a key, I think I feel like I'd have been okay with that. I mean, I would have needed somebody to get the shit out of my ribs. Your hand um, would be like that guy from... Um... 
scary movie. Yeah, my strong hand. Take my strong hand. <laughs> yeah. Another trap that I would love to be in that I'd be fine. I mean, like, I wouldn't be fine doing this, but it would it'd certainly be easier than the rest. The Revere Spare Trap, because she just has to kill somebody. And at first, she thinks he's dead. And they say the stomach of your dead cellmate, he'd already be open by the time uh, that, that tape ended. I'd be like, cutting his ass open. They already shit. put the key in there. I'm just taking it out. If exactly, anything, I'm a doctor. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all made me do this. And that I would be completely fine. But the ideal one is I would love to be one of the two people on the carousel that gets saved <laughs> that just live so i just get to ride a yeah, carousel yeah. <laughs> i had considered that one to be one of my picks because i feel like that's also a very quick death it's just you get shot shot yeah yeah you either get saved or you get shot so it's like people love that trap that's like very iconic i don't i don't i don't know i don't like the introduction of guns into it all like i know that there's been guns at various points throughout there's a but gun like, in the first up, one i know but like <laughs> but like straight up just having people just be murdered like back to back i don't know i don't like gun violence that freaks me out so okay. i was gonna say that one detective actually... that one detective from lost in the first one. Oh yeah the quadruple he, gun he, he didn't it's even, like the like, tripwire <laughs> yeah that was straight up just a booby trap <laughs> The, the, it's on it's on the wiki as one of the saw traps and i was like i guess yeah yeah <laughs> the mythology of saw hadn't really been established that well back then so there was some things that were like i'm not sure like like with amanda like um i'm pretty sure at anybody in any of these traps would love to just kill someone else to not have to <laughs> to saw off her fucking leg and stick a vacuum to suck the marrow out of it ew yeah very like there are varying levels of like what you have to do depending on the story uh clearly um as we're talking about this it's reminding me of i like there's these youtube videos i watch that like recap or like they do like reactions and stuff to videos and Mm -hmm. there's when they're watching all the saw movies the part when um agent strom is in that like water cube they go so this is just a murder because there's not like they didn't tell him like rules on how to get out of there. absolutely <laughs> it's just a murder but it looks cool absolutely and it's like <laughs> what are the odds that he would have a, a pin like he was straight yeah. up just supposed to die i mean he could have also definitely like put his fingers up there was like the little like thing around his neck it was just like a lip <laughs> like, <he could> just... <laughs> he didn't need to do all that with the pen i th- that that though that is like one of the most badass trap escapals escapals escape Escapals, yeah. No, we're gonna. We should use escapals from now on. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's just it just is so like oh no he's executing him because I know who put him in that I know like that Hoffman is a is an apprentice now and he like failed his test to keep going. And now he's going to get put in that and he's just straight up going to die. And the fact that he, uh, the fact that he got out of it, that was very impressive. And then he talks like this. (laughs) (laughs) And then Hoffman has to spend like half of the next movie just like thinking of new ways to kill him. So that's pretty fun too. (laughs) Yo, yeah, exactly. Like Saw 5 is just all about like Hoffman just being like, Strom, leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) 
Saw five is just it's just Hoffman being like, okay, I get to do traps now. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> just no rivalry, isn't it? It's so fun. <laughs> I, I think Saw Five actually has some of my I don't know, I I don't really love the, the traps in Saw Five and like the reason that they're all in the game really doesn't seem to really have much to do with anything else. Um but I really do like that uh Julie Benz from Dexter and um from um Buffy is in that movie that she's really good and I like the 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 trap where they have to cut their arms and it, it's like it like oh, it basically like cuts their forearm just in half and they're like that we was won. <laughs> that was a really clever twist in my opinion as well when they find out at the very end that like there was so much unnecessary killing throughout the exactly. They could have all done it together, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was incredibly that was, clever. It was, like, that part is awesome. Like, who they are and what they did and all of that is just sort of like, okay, what does that have to do with anything? But, I mean, I guess, yeah. What like, movie was that? Five? Five. Five, yeah. It just kind of feels list. sort of removed <laughs> compared to the, the, the original four, which, like, really have a lot to do with jigsaw and the cops we had been following where it's like now it's five new people and it's only really about them it turns out that like it was again something to to set up strong because they were a case that he was investigating so it was to make him look a new layer of guilty, but yeah, it saw five could have been renamed as like Strom versus Hoffman. Like, totally. That's all. That's the point. of Exactly. It. I do love the, the flashbacks where you go and see that Hoffman had been around in a lot oh, yeah. of them, you know, that was pretty neat. And you see him like plant the pen light in saw one and you see him, um, they capture the guy who has to go through the razor wire maze Oh yeah. It's it's just a lot of Oh, can we just talk about in Saw 1 the most the hardest trap in the entire world to get out of the flammable jelly trap that you have to like just <laughs> find this random ass thing on the wall. He was poisoned. Yeah. Right? <laughs> naked. Had, naked, covered in flammable jelly in a room with like a billion numbers on it so many numbers (laughs) on glass glass on the floor and it has a little tiny lighter (laughs) all be all because he was doing insurance fraud or whatever and 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 amanda just had to kill somebody (laughs) it's just like again in solve one i feel like they were just like oh this is the sadistic bastard like and then solve two they were like okay but like what if he has like a, a moral code I think to some degree. I mean, like you can see shades of that in Saw One, but like I really want, when you actually start to hear John Kramer, like his philosophy and stuff. At that point, it stops being feasible that you would do something like that to someone. In Saw Two, he goes, "I've never like I despise murderers. I've never killed anyone." Yeah. It's like, okay, you definitely poisoned at least like six people. Exactly. <laughs> And you set up booby trap guns, yeah. and I mean, like you've done so. Yeah, he is a murderer. Like he, he is. He's a crazy lunatic murderer. But I just love him. I just, he's just the best. I have a question. Would either of you love him more or less if instead of they painted him to be this sort of like god figure where he truly believes that he's doing good, 
Would you like him more or less if they instead went into, in a direction where he was just crazy and just enjoyed doing this stuff? Like, would that have been better or worse? Here's the thing. I feel like we get that with Hoffman and uh, Amanda. Like, they actually enjoy killing and are doing it wrong. Even Amanda? Really? Yeah, I mean, she's the one that starts rigging the traps to be to not work. And she goes, she goes back to kill Adam. Like yeah, suffocate that's him. True. So I that's like just that. straight up murder. But I mean, but she kills Carrie. She kills Troy. Uh, the the classroom trap with the chains in his in his all over his body. I guess Seth Baxter's the first one to technically die. He's the one that dies in the pendulum, and that is Hoffman. But like they seem to not be as like committed to that doctrine and the bit. <laughs> to the bit yeah yeah i don't like them as much i think jigsaw is like this character who's clearly whacked i guess maybe like it's the same way i see like dexter from the dexter show where like he kills bad guys and like people that maybe deserve it so i'm not like as as upset to see a lot of these people die because a lot of times they are really awful people sometimes they're not but a lot of times they really are awful people but if he like full-on just liked killing i don't think it would make him as special yeah especially because it's like if they pass the test he does let them live like yeah so it's not like he actually like really yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're just really hard traps yeah (laughs) but like yeah and he like wanted gabriella right he wanted to save her in saw x yeah, after giving her cancer. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but like he was like, get her to a hospital, stat. <laughs> I was gonna say something like, yeah, like that. That trap has a lot of like long lasting effects because she could have cancer later on. But then it's like a lot of these people are like mangled and missing limbs and stuff. So that's just not even <laughs> true. So never mind. Yeah, Valentina literally had to saw off her leg. I just she was so fucking close, like. Jigsaw, just pause it for just a second. That's what I feel like, guys. Just pause it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You have to like not only do it. You have to not hesitate at all. You're like, all right, I'm doing it. Like I'm rolling. You can't go into shock. You can't have second thoughts. You can't plead. You just gotta go. Um, yeah. Because what was the guy that survived his the like the pipe the bombs on his arms? Oh yeah. Like the the cab driver or whatever. He sur- he survived and he lived. Yeah. A funny thing about that trap though is during the screening of Saw Ten, so I was like I went alone to the theater and there was like no one in the seat next to me, but then a couple on the other side of the seat. And during that part, me and the girl in the couple both like flinched away at the same time and we made eye contact, so we started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like a really inappropriate time to laugh. <laughs> That's funny. It was very you had funny. a moment. That's so yeah, cute. We had a moment. I love that. He had a moment at Saw X. (laughs) And now we're dating. Yeah. (laughs) That was one of those ones, that was like one of those, that it was actually a surprise that he lived. Would have made it because like, I was like sort of a nothing character um, and I'd love to see him explode and he didn't and that was pretty cool. And it makes sense like that, that, it, it, it worked out. Anyone can survive. Actually, now that I think about it, if if it didn't work out and he had died, would Jigsaw have not known where any of those people were? Because, like, he's the one that tells him about all the other people and, like, that, that that one dude is in on it, that the boyfriend is in on it and stuff. Yeah. 
Does that happen? Do you think that happens before or after? That definitely happens after. <laughs> yeah. So if he exploded, Jigsaw would be like, all right, well, I killed my only source of info. My only like, lead. I, don't really... <laughs> I like to imagine it like he he kills the one guy and then he calls Hoffman and is like, I need you to help me find all these people. And he's just like, well, do you have any leads? He's like, well, about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got a little trigger happy on my tracks. <laughs> Oh, though, speaking of, like, him being the focus in Saw 10, I do want to bring up something that I just thought was really dope. I love how he's able to triangulate the location of where that headquarters is using the radio tower that he saw out of his, off his balcony, like, out out of the window. And then he's, like, able to to see the radio tower and then, like, sort of math it out to be like, okay, well, it's got to be in that direction. That was dope. Like, I don't know if that's possible, but I just believed it. Engineers can do anything. Yeah, absolutely anything. They're like, that's math, baby. I got it. One other trap I want to bring up is in Spiral. I don't know that it's impossible, but it's like it might as well be. She is Chris Rock's, like, boss. Like, the detective female that that is at the precinct. She gets hot wax poured on her face, and the only way to get out of it is to fucking paralyze herself from the neck down. That is horrible. I would just, honestly, I would just let the the shit kill me. I'd be like, nah, I don't want to fucking be a vegetable. Wholeheartedly. These people have too much will to live sometimes. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Like, I I don't know. There needs to be some some quality of life at some point. (laughs) Where I'm not going to have a burnt up face and be a fucking quadriplegic. That would suck. So I think, yeah, I would, I would let go and let God at that point. He really didn't like that lady because like one of the other ones in that movie is like that glass trap. That's like, that's not that bad of a trap. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like turn sideways, bro. Like, yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay. Not e- exactly. not equal in what happens. <laughs> or or the guy that could literally, I mean, like, yeah, like ripping off your tongue hurts, but all he has to do is just fall yeah. and gravity would rip his tongue out and then just crawl off to the side. I don't know, bro. Like, and, and that he does it at the end, but he does it too late and still gets hit by the train. Yeah. It's like, no. It's really no. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so that guy, he must just hate women. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> I don't even remember that guy's name because I only saw Spiral once. Is it Charlie? I don't know why I think it's Charlie. I always just call him the social network because that's what he's in. That's what I like know him from. Is he in the social network? Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, I haven't seen the social network in a long time. So He's one of the guys in the social network. (laughs) That's awesome. One of my absolute favorite things about the Saw franchise is how, like, in the family they keep it. Not only, like, with the cast, when you think about the fact that, like, Rig, who's the star of Saw 4 is like a background character in Saw 2, and Carrie, who is like one of the stars of Saw 2, is a background character in Saw 1. Like, they really just, they use everybody up. If you're on screen, hey, you are definitely eventually going to be in a trap. Well, when it comes to crew, they do it a lot too. So I'm just, I just have, I'm just going to ramble these names off to you. So Leo L, he wrote the first three Saws. Darren Lynn Bowsman was a writer on Saw 2 and directed Saw 2, 3, 4, and Spiral. David A. Armstrong was the director of photography on Saws 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. 
David Hackle was the production designer for Saw 2, 3, 4, and he directed 5. Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan both wrote Saw 4, 5, 6, and 3D. Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger both wrote Jigsaw, Spiral, and Saw X. Anthony Cowley did the production design for Jigsaw and Spiral. Kevin Greuter, the editor of Saw 1, edited Saw 1 through 6, Jigsaw, and Saw X, as well as directing Saw 6, Saw 3D, and Saw X. And, of course, Charlie Clouser, he's the he's the guy who did the music for all 10 of them. For all of them? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't think I realized For that. a horror franchise to have that much consistency, I know that like the characters have changed and certain directors have come in and, and left and gone back, uh, you know, and certain writers have come in and done their little bits and stuff but i don't know i just it's cool that there seems to be an an attempt at least to work with people that you know and a lot of times to the series detriment because josh stolberg and peter goldfinger should be fired but still (laughs) it's like a real community kind of thing like you you know that it must be like they all care about it and each other to like want to keep working together because exactly. like there are some times where it's like I leave a job and I'm like peace out never talking to you guys again. <laughs> like, totally. And so it's like the fact that they keep choosing to come back. Yeah, and like Kevin Groider, he he edited the first six and uh, directed the six and seven. But then to be like, oh, I'm gonna come back and I'll edit, I'll I'll edit Jigsaw. Like I'm not the director anymore, but I'll still edit this. You know, like yeah. that's very. And then they made him the director again. He came back. Same with Darren Lynn Bousman. Yeah. He like took a break and then came back for Spiral. I love it. I think this that's so cool. Might be wrong. I don't fact check myself. I I want to say that Saw 7 is like he got screwed out of like directing one of the Paranormal Activity movies like last minute because they like made him direct Saw 7. Yep. So it's like it's not his fault that it's bad. <laughs> so that movie has a lot of things working against it yes he was pulled off of that movie uh like he he had a contract to to do it and they basically could make him do it and they did make him do it i think it was because he did a great job on saw six um but you could tell his heart wasn't wasn't in it and then saw 3d was actually a, originally supposed to be two movies so it gets m- merged and it just took the worst parts of both of <laughs> these two movies and we're like hey let's make this one movie so that's a good point though kevin Groder, he made a terrible terrible mistake <laughs> with directing such an awful movie but he made up for it because saw x is great mm-hmm. yeah so i just i don't know i like that kind of thing um i have another trap question for you guys gold do it um for trap talk as i like to call it um, I love it. If you were in the pound of flesh trap, the one where you have to like, there's the two people and they have to like cut off a part. Uh, what would you cut off? <laughs> like what part of your body would you cut off to get out of it? Because the one girl cuts off her arm, right? To get out. And she like takes a decent so- like chunk of her arm off. What would you guys cut off? So I watched a summary of this movie. Uh, so I only got like, the cliff notes for it but my understanding is you have to donate uh a certain amount before the time runs out 
Yes. You have to do more than the other person. But like in a certain amount of time, right? Yeah. So who's ever donated the most at, at the end of, I don't know, like 90 seconds or a minute or something. I don't know. But like they, that person's going to have two drills detonate into their head. Right. So one thing about that trap was that girl was way smaller than that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she was kind of already at a disadvantage. So I'm thinking like, at some point you have to play some mind games because if you my immediate thought was just to cut off my whole leg like from the hip uh-huh. off. yeah um and that would be a lot but then if i had a guy that was like twice my size see that and do the same thing then i'd be shit out of luck so i feel like i'd have to do some smaller stuff first just to waste some time and kind of get him to like maybe just keep one upping me and then do the leg i don't know I, i'm not sure what ends up happening is like he is it's a bigger guy, so he's he starts like cutting like stomach fat out, which I mean, sure, I, I could do that. <laughs> but and she's like slowly sort of moving up her hand as she sees how much he's been able to put in. She's like, okay, now I'm gonna fucking cut off, you know, like I'm gonna move up my arm and I'm I'm gonna cut off like the whole thing. So it's sort of like last minute that she throws that in. So I think like a good strategy would be put points on the board at the very last second. Also, I don't know if I were her, I would be like pushing push the scales. <laughs> yeah, I would be pushing my arm as much as I could. I mean, she she had him beat because she had bone and he didn't. But still, if it was like a bone versus bone thing, maybe something long that you could then push. What would you donate? Uh I have thought about this a lot actually. <laughs> Um, I would definitely, like, play it up, like, be like, oh, I don't want to cut anything off, like, I'm too squeamish, and, like, kind of be like, oh, I'm too afraid, and then they would just do something small, and at the last second, like, I would put something, like, like, my foot or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, I, to... I, I would play the mind games for sure. You have to play it smart, yeah. I would yeah. just, like, I would act too panicked to be like, oh my god, no, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then they just put, like, their pinky, and then I'd be like, bitch, gotcha, yeah, <laughs> no more foot. No. No, you cut something off first. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, as a follow-up to that, because I know that that girl was the winner of that uh, reality show, correct? The Scream Queens? Oh my god, Scream Queens. I miss that show so fucking much. Because there were two seasons, and both of them yeah. got a part in different Saw movies. Did either of you watch? I've watched both seasons. Huge fan. Uh, Tanisha Howard won the first one, and she got like a really great role. And then I can't remember the girl's last name. I think her name was Gabby something. But um, she like immediately dies, doesn't she? Yeah, she's the girl who gets her face ran over in the the Lincoln Park guys trap. And it's like, not only are you playing a racist, you have no lines, and your face gets obliterated. 25 seconds into any sort of role in this movie you had i would be so mad after seeing like what simone's role was in saw six because not only is she in saw six she's in saw seven too so and then for her then to put her in there and it's like oh no you you automatically fucking die (laughs) you don't even you're not even the star of your own trap you're just also a racist And you're in the worst movie. Wasn't that in seven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, she can't do nothing. It was just like, okay. So she was just there. What Chester Bennington has to just sit up and pull a lever or something, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's glued to it, which is fucked up. But that that is a dope trap. And I, I like how it sort of 
really kills everybody all at once but that's probably my best the favorite trap of that movie <laughs> totally totally Ooh, also there that that one is good but i also love the fish hook trap with, um in her Ooh. throat oh that's so oh. fucked up I don't it's like, like when you can't see, but Ooh. that still even has the uh shot yeah. where those spikes go in and, and stab her throat and she has Pepto-Bismol blood. Hate that part, but <laughs> it's straight up is Pepto-Bismol. And, and the reason is because blood has to be different color because red blood on screen, when you have the 3D glasses on and the, like the 3D effects on it it makes it look darker so they had to, to lighten the blood to make it in turn look like blood but like they should go back and fix that i mean i know that it's way too late now but i wish they would saw 3d and then final destination 3d are the two worst movies in their franchises so that's Absolute an interesting interesting thing to think about <laughs> there's no 3d spy kids 3d was great no notes perfect movie Every other oh 3D movie shouldn't exist. Oh my god. You're my hero. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> With Elijah Wood. Come on. Yes. Oh my god. Spy Kids 2, which which was like always my favorite, we watched recently and it was like too cringy to get through. So I can't even freaking imagine. That's why they're fun. Is because they're really not good. I have I have a group of friends that we did this on accident one night. So we watched The Conjuring because I had never seen it. And my friends, my friend Katie doesn't like scary movies. So she'll watch them if I'm there. So we watched The Conjuring. Her and her husband and their roommate all got drunk while we were watching that movie. And then afterwards, she was like, we have to put on something that isn't scary so I can like calm down. Um, and so we put on Sonic which we did on accident we put it on with the audio description but because, <laughs> oh my God. because they were drunk we didn't realize it at first we just thought it was like a weird narration and then after that ended it was like one of the suggested things was spy kids so we're like yeah okay so we watched spy kids and then we waited the, like two years and then when sonic 2 came out we watched conjuring 2 sonic 2 with audio descriptions and spy kids 2 that's amazing Aww. so when sonic 3 comes out we can watch conjuring 3 spy kids 3 and sonic 3 love it yeah that's with, gonna be lovely with the narrations, with the narrations yeah <laughs> yeah because nothing's better than spy kids 3 and conjuring 3 <laughs> <laughs> the perfect movie night yeah <laughs> yeah what a great tra uh, tradition yeah that's, amazing. That, that's very clever though i like that a lot it it helps that they all have at least three of them. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that in the original, like the, the, the short, Billy has a top hat. And I'm upset that they didn't keep it throughout the other movies. <laughs> I think it's so fantastic. Oh my God. Can we just address this? Because she, she <laughs> just I thought about it. it several times, but it's when other people are talking and I'm like, I don't want to interrupt you. But... <laughs> she just went back and stroked his head. <laughs> Jillian has a a uh, Billy who is the puppet from Saws. Uh, she has his severed head um, <laughs> carved out so that she can eat popcorn from it. And his eyes light up, and he's so wicked looking, and he's just staring at us in the background. He's so handsome. It's like a like a promotional popcorn thing. Yeah. You said that you have a Taylor Swift one, and Jordan said. Is it Taylor Swift's severed head too? <laughs> Does her eye, do her eyes light up too? Yeah. I wish. 
All right, Amazing. Cinemark. Let, let I'm just this. I know you're listening, executives from Cinemark. <laughs> this is our pitch. <laughs> Make a Taylor Swift popcorn bucket. Oh, Absolutely. I will buy it. <laughs> Through my research and reliving of these movies, I saw an interview. I don't remember what it was from, but it was Chris Rock talking about this movie and how uh, Samuel Jackson plays his dad in the movie that they're in. Spiral. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said a really funny quote that was like, yeah, you know, Sam, he's a method actor. He plays my dad in this movie and therefore he insisted on sleeping with my mother. <laughs> that was just such a great quote. Um, Incredible. That's funnier than any of the dialogue in Spiral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before we get into these rankings, I do just want to say uh, to go back to what I said earlier in this episode that. Things get a little bit confusing to me towards like the begin or the the middle of this whole towards franchise. the beginning. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like after after Shot one. Yeah, after <laughs> like four or five, I kind of like don't get it, and it's because they could not have picked actors for Strom and Hoffman that look they they look the same. Is what I'm trying to say. They look exactly the same, <laughs> and I can never understand like who is who or like who's doing what and i feel like i would have a much easier time if they picked actors that don't look identical and i was upset about that have we watched all of those movies together i don't know that i f- i feel like i might have just given you the homework to watch them there was a time away from me because i remember bringing this up when i was on the girls podcast that like i was watching them chronologically back to back to back up until like maybe 7 or 8 so i did watch them all at some point but it was probably only like one each. Like I've, I've seen most of these movies probably only once. So so if we watched four or five and six, I think you would get a much better understanding because I would like pause it and be like, here, you know, that's this person's name and I would help you. When I was doing this journey, I do remember like texting you and clarifying things because I was still confused. But um, but yes, maybe if if my ratings seem a little bit off, it's probably because I was too confused because those two actors look the same to me. Yeah, it did That's help for me uh, that I watched Gilmore Girls growing up. So the guy that <laughs> plays Agent Strom was in Gilmore Girls. He's like he's like the main guy in Gilmore Girls. Who would have thought that like that would be a prerequisite for this series? Like before yeah. you watch Saw, make sure you watch Gilmore <laughs> Girls because it, you'll have a much better time. <laughs> I just give you a lot of like sitcom and like dramedy things. Okay, you have to watch all seven seasons of Glee. You have to, <laughs> you have to, to really watch... truly understand yeah. the nuances yeah. of Saw, you have to know, you know. You have to see season two of Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like I cut off your, your point about G- uh, Billy's top hat too. That was like, I don't remember that. I'm so sorry. That was it. I don't know if it's a top hat or like a bowler hat. I think that's what it's called. That I don't is, know, but it's, that's it's adorable. He had a hat, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'll, I'll get a hat for this one and we can. Please do. I'll send you a picture. Good. Uh, he, sit, he sits on my dresser next to the rock you gave me. Aww. Yeah, so they're Aww. friends. I love that. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so is it ranking time? Ranking time. Jordan, read out your top 11. Okay, so it was 0.5, then Spiral from the Book of Saw, then 7, then Jigsaw, then 4, and then 6, 
and then X, and then two. This one I liked because it felt the most escape roomy, and that vibes with room one. I really like totally. Uh, and then one, and then five, and then my top one is number three. Okay, well, good. I'm glad. I'm, that was a good rating. Way to go. Saw three is also my sister's favorite, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this a lot. She's obsessed with the third one. <laughs> All right. Um, so from bottom to top, I have Saw 3D, Jigsaw, Spiral from the Book of Saw, Saw 5, Saw 4, Saw 0.5, Saw 6, Saw X, Saw 2, Saw 3, and Saw 1 is my number one. We were very similar there for, for a bit. For a bit, yeah. Yeah. And for mine, I have in 11th place, I have Saw 3D. In 10th place, I have Jigsaw. In 9th place, I have 0.5. 8th is Saw 5. 7 is Saw 4. 6 is Spiral from the Book of Saw. 5 is Saw 1. 4 is Saw X. 6 is, or a 3 is Saw 6. Number 2 is Saw 2. And number one is Saw 3. Nice. Oh, nice. nice, nice, nice. I, I just saw three is just like one of the best movies ever. I love it so much. Number three has the most Amanda in it with good hair. I think that's why I like the third one. <laughs> yeah. She is awesome in it. She's, She's so good. She's amazing. like the best part of that whole movie. Yeah. For that to be my favorite movie and for Jeff to be in, in that movie, the protagonist <laughs> of it. <laughs> It says a lot. So Saw 3 is my second favorite on the ranking, right? So Saw 1 is like my ultimate comfort movie, which says a lot about me as a person, I am aware. Um, I I watched, <laughs> I rewatched the first Saw movie constantly. Like anytime I'm feeling sad or like it, when I'm sick, I put on the first Saw movie. So it's like for that to not be my Aww. number one would be crazy. But Saw 3 is like so good. <laughs> Yo, that's so great. I don't mean to make this super long because i know it already is but i have one more discussion question if you guys would hear me i'm always always willing to talk about saw awesome that yeah that's why we're here (laughs) no one ever lets me (laughs) (laughs) if you could have anyone any character that is still alive from the whole franchise make a surprise appearance in the next movie that would make you be like oh my god what the fuck this came out of nowhere who would it be? I think my answer would be the daughter, like kind of getting revenge on Jigsaw or something. I know that doesn't really make sense because Hoffman's still alive or whatever. But uh, yes, what what are your answers to this question? Daniel from Saw 2. Daniel from Saw 2. Oh, the son. Yes. I'm obsessed yeah. with him. And he was in Scream 4. And I when I saw him, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want him to come back so bad. I want him... Because him and Amanda were like so cute, like best friends. I want him to come back as like another apprentice. Like she took him on. So he never was like a jigsaw apprentice. He was Amanda's apprentice. I want that to have <laughs> happened. I like that answer a lot, actually. That's awesome. I'm obsessed that with That would be that. lovely. Also um, hilarious he was kept in a safe for so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a safe place. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Do you have an answer for that, Nick? This is contingent on Saw... 11 also being like an interquel because I want to see Monica Potter come back. Ooh, yeah. And is that Monica Potter is Dr. Lawrence's wife. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Because I want them to give Dr. Gordon more airtime with John Kramer to make me feel okay about the Dr. Gordon twist later. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's no getting around it. We're, we, we shouldn't ignore it like we or should do with, with Logan, but it needs to not come off as, like, such a lazy retcon. Like, let's go back and show that he actually was a part of several games that maybe we haven't seen yet. He'll have, like, a decent-sized part in a movie again because I think he's another person that I feel like you could make him look, you know, 20 years younger. Or, I mean... Honestly, they don't. Uh, Amanda and uh, John don't look twenty years younger, to be honest with you. But <laughs> so I would, I would like Monica Potter to come back and be a part of the movie. But I want the focus to be on more screen time with Doctor Gordon. Agreed. And like maybe explain how the psychology of going through what he went through in the first one would really make him want to be like the apprentice. You know, like it makes sense that that a junkie would like sort of have uh what is that called? What's like Stockholm syndrome kind of like like hero and, worship. And, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. and and fall for John, but like for a doctor for a doctor <laughs> whose family was just threatened. I, I wonder what the hell happened in his psyche to be like, okay, actually, no, I'm going to be in this guy's back pocket. Also, something funny about his character, and I brought this up when we dressed up as the two of those guys for Halloween this year, which was so fun. I love that we did that. I love that you did that too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We did it just for you, actually. Thank it's, you. Yeah, yes, all inspired true. by you. I, I rewatched that movie to prepare for those costumes. And one of the funniest things in that movie is towards the end when he finally does do the thing and he's like, <laughs> he's crawling over to Adam and he's like, he takes five minutes to tell Adam that he's going to go get help. He's like, I'm, I'm going to go get help because if I don't, then we're going to die. So I'm going <laughs> to go get help. And it's like, it's like, just go. What you don't need to explain this, just you're bleeding out, man. You need to go. And it's just a really funny moment to me. It's like, I'll get help. I promise. My <laughs> other saw shirt is a picture of them in that moment. Oh my god! And it's at That's... the at the bottom it says death cannot stop true love. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So good. Oh my god. That is the best fucking shirt I've ever seen in my life. That is so adorable. Both of my shirts are from Super Yaki, and they also had a shirt that I didn't buy, but I thought about it that says, um, hot girls love saw. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it. I need that shirt too. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so cool. (laughs) What is it called? What's the website called? Super Super Yaki. It's I get 90% 90% of my clothes there. It's all just like movie related t-shirts and stuff. How do you spell super yaki? Uh, super like the normal way and then yaki is Y-A-K-I. Oh, okay. Well, that seems easy. I love it. Shout out. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Thank you Every, for that. Everyone go buy super yaki merch. Hell <laughs> yeah. This episode was sponsored by super, sponsored yaki. By super yaki. I don't know what that's legal to say. We weren't actually sponsored. <laughs> I'm just a big fan. Use promo code TAKE3. See if it works. (laughs) See what happens. (laughs) Everyone tweet at them. Let them know I'm a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) My face hurts. This has been so fun. (laughs) We've talked about doing a Saw episode for like ever, right? But like I could not have thought of a, a better outcome. I think it just really turned out absolutely lovely. And I'm... I'm very glad that you guys seem to enjoy it as well. 
This is so fun. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to be here. Well, good. Jillian, you are always welcome back here. Yay. Jordan, maybe let's let's play it by ear. <laughs> if you want to, on a, like a trial basis. I'm going to replace Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to jump ship. I'm going to... No, I guys, thank you both so much. You you know how much I adore both of you, and um, you say both of you. He means Jillian and the the little Billy head that's behind her. Yes, <laughs> and super young. <laughs> and super young.